This is the Armchair Cricket Podcast. Hello all. Welcome to another episode of Armchair Cricket Podcast, a podcast focusing on test cricket by Armchair Critics of the Game. I'm your host, Ajit. In today's episode, we have, um, well, a special guest and a long-cherished guest, I must say, somebody whom I've been meaning to speak for a while, Annie from the guerrilla cricket world. <laughs> I must ask you, actually, I was not sure how to pronounce your surname. Yeah, it's uh, Chave, like save, like save. Okay, it's Chave, it. it's Chave. <laughs> All right. Uh, good one, good one. So uh, not uh, not wasting any time on making a point, Annie. Right <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> well done. So uh, welcome to the podcast, Annie. Thank you. And did you have a chance to listen to any of our podcast episodes previously? I have listened to them before, yeah. I think you may have had uh, some of your uh, friends. Yeah, gorillas. <laughs> yes, yes. So you probably know how we talk. So uh, it's a live and let live world. So I, but most importantly, we both uh, have the same, let's say, core interest at heart. We both mm-hmm. are fans of the longest format of the game. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does uh, Annie fall in love with cricket and what keeps her there? She falls in love with cricket because her her father takes her to um, him playing cricket um, for a a friendly side um, when she was about five, probably we started. And every summer that was that was my Saturday and Sundays was going along and watching him play um, timed cricket. Uh, And uh, in a friendly, friendly environment, and I, it absolutely just seeped into my soul. And um, that is that is basically where my love of cricket came from. And also the longer format and the slow game and n- not having all the razzmatazz. I, I'm far more interested in, in the battle between bat and ball. And um, I took up uh, scoring at a very early age and just was totally hooked by it I, I love the slow pace of a, a long format game and uh, I think it's it it just um, makes my soul happy um, so that is basically where um, my first love came um, and then um, I happened to be living um, in Exeter on a we had a county ground at the top of our, our road um, Exeter and Devon County ground and uh, I happened to sneak into it one time when uh, Viv Richards and Joel Garner happened to be playing there and I, I was completely blown away by them they were they were just amazing and uh, I couldn't ever leave um, going to watch Somerset after that so um, that is where it began. We, we are very well aware of your love of Somerset and I think Marcus Descotic <laughs> and these days also Josh Butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he hasn't been Somerset for a while, but yes, uh, um, very, very, I'm very fond of Joss. I, I loved watching him at Somerset. Mm-hmm. Okay, very nice. And I think then it was your first love, cricket. Uh, you fell in love as a girl with probably mm. also some dashing uh, cricketers that you saw. <laughs> well, yeah, possibly. It wasn't my first. I mean, I started playing as well, um, but uh, I wasn't very good. Um, so, 
<laughs> that didn't last for very long. But I have played um, cricket as well. But yes, I, I just basically I, I fell in love with the game. I think it's uh, it's so intriguing and and the the long format game where you have two innings and and there's so many battles. You know, with the weather, with the conditions, with the with with how the um, you know just basically every every little nuance of the game is is followed so tightly and uh, it i just love all of the little battles the battles mm. within battles within battles that you have mm. in in um long format cricket i mean it's it's i think i have mentioned this definitely on the podcast test cricket or long format cricket is like a boxing bout right mm. every session is a is one round you can almost say because Absolutely. there is a bit of punching and counter punching going on but there's a bigger narrative you're building towards you're building towards a crescendo mm-hmm. and Oftentimes, at least uh, in the recent uh, days, we don't get to see that grinding a day out for 180 for three wickets or whatever, right? No, but, uh, we really don't. No, but that's nice. I mean, it's okay. Shorter format uh, has brought in a lot of attacking cricket. The test cricket is far more result-oriented now than it ever was. So as a test match fan, I'm really yep. happy. But <laughs> one w- one part of me is also worried what happens if an ICC decides they are so result-oriented that four days are more than enough. Right. Mm. We, we might be heading there. So, you know, uh, before we go there, I think we should also talk about the efforts that you're putting into keeping this longer format cricket, not just alive, but, you know, thriving and uh, you do your bit for this. So yeah. do you want to take us through County Cricket Matters where it began? Yeah. So um, in 2019, uh I got together with a group of people on Twitter and we said, well, we are really actually concerned about, you know, the impact this new competition, the 100, is going to make on um, on county cricket itself, really. Um, we knew that it was bringing in, you know, money um, for the counties, but but it was it seemed to be directly competing with county cricket. And this was this is it was a real real concern because. Because in the um, preceding years, um, the blast had been um, building momentum quite significantly, and and in the case of Surrey and other te- other counties, were was bringing in new audience. Up to forty percent of their ticket sales were um, for the blast were um, new audience, um, and so it it seemed like the the hundred was becoming uh, you know being. Um, not necess- not needed necessarily it was um being foisted on on the counties as a as a direct competition and 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 this is actually as it has actually gone on to do but um uh so anyway we decided that we'd bring out a magazine um where the first edition of county cricket matters was a um a direct attack really on the hundred saying there were lots of articles in there saying why we didn't need it and what was happening. And then, um, you know, it, 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 it did what it did, but then I decided with a couple of the others that I really didn't want to be negative about something. I much prefer to um, champion what we have. So um, bought out edition number two of County Cricket Matters, and it was much more um, just saying this is what we've got and this is what we want. We really love, and um, let's talk about this. So I'm now on uh, edition twelve, which is just being sent out at the moment, um, 
and we've had some fantastic writers uh i've had just this latest one's got a lovely article by vic marks which is uh, just wonderful and we've had uh, duncan hamilton we've had paul edwards we've had some some fantastic writers and uh, i've done some uh great uh interviews uh, the latest one was with michael holding i've uh, uh interviewed um bumble david gower um, Barry Richards, you know, to name a few small fry. Um, and uh, we've also, you know, we've had some great articles from uh, new writers where I, you know, plat- give a platform for new writers to talk about um, county cricket and um, things like that. So it's, it's, a, it's trying to be a really positive thing. And um, it's very, it's very hard to um, uh, on social media, which I go on a, a lot to to promote this. Um, it's very hard to come across as someone who's who's um, being positive about something when 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 there are many negative points. And so I really, really try and hard to do that. But it it is hard because I mean, for example, in in August, um, Somerset County Cricket club only had four full days of cricket for the whole of August and and it was really really hard to be positive about that because that is just not acceptable at all um in in a time in the month we really should be playing long format cricket um and uh, so there's been a lot of fight uh, there's been a lot of um division in cricket and and um really really trying um, what I've been doing is really really trying to say that there are really good things about county cricket there are really good things about test cricket and, and county cricket is so important for so many things and yes it isn't it isn't perfect and it, it needs a lot of um, work and, and it sh- we need to be promoting it to a younger audience and we need to be promoting it to more people but but let's work with it and and go with it. And and there's so many brilliant community stuff that counties do that people just have no idea what they're doing. And, you know, people know, have no clue that these things are going on. And it's brilliant what they've been doing with schools and, and disabled communities and and all kinds of far reaching communities. Um, So um, this is where I'm trying to say, look, let's get, county cricket let's let's try and work with it um we really you know the 100 is is good for um getting a new audience if if that's what they feel but um i really don't think it needed to happen and it's been a real real um dagger in in county cricket um and really really um dangerous and expensive tournament that is um taking up the uh prime slot of uh, cricket so yeah uh all those things that's that's where county cricket matters started another um i've also got a podcast where we go through all the the rounds of the um each championship round um and we we chat about that so um yeah just trying to give it a bit a bit more of a platform a bit more airing really the efforts that you're taking is vital that uh as much as the establishment gets to hear that people who are long for long format fans as well as county cricket fans they are getting together and they are able to put a voice out there so that's what mm. county cricket matters does that's very important for me that the voice is heard and you you have 
no small amount of friends or backers but as well as uh, some big stars of yesteryears who've come and worked with you right as you mm. just said yeah that is that is important because that shows that shows the parts that be that uh, you know uh, it's not about they can do whatever they want with the game that they are governing yeah. but also it's about at the end of the day it's about the playing it's about the paying punter right as much as much about the playing uh, as much about the player as well as the punter so yeah if you as a um, viewer say no no we still believe in the values of county cricket or the long format cricket and what it brings they are also able to take that into account so when they go further with whatever decisions they make i know it is easy to uh, demonize the shortest format of cricket mm. the latest yeah. one 100 but in theory they are trying to promote cricket they are trying to bring families to cricket like you just told me that your earliest memories of your dad taking you to the cricket and watching him play time cricket right uh, on a saturday or a sunday that's what they are trying to do but in a different way now it's a different world so they are trying to combat it that way it's still love of cricket but then the initial days of test match cricket was there because people had nothing better to do i'm going to put it so bluntly as that because you cannot think of a timeless test these days i mean you just played until you stopped playing and took a ship home it's as crazy as that right there are instances of this happening in the real world and 11 days of cricket being played and so on and so on so it it was it was a time where if you look at any other thing that is classical what what we tend to call classical in nature has suffered in terms of the amount of time that's been allotted to it so i'm a fan of classical music i can give you an example where people used to be able to hold classical concerts for four and a half five hours people used to come sit and listen they used to be able to give you two breaks not worrying that who will come back after the second break what if the rest of them go home no it was never because there's nothing better to do there was only a radio maybe right now with the advent of the amount of things that i could do just at the tip of my fingers with a mobile phone in my hand right the attention span is not there you you're probably very well aware of the problems i'm not going to elucidate more on that but as long as ecb and the powers that be not only ecb but also the other bigger bodies of world cricket right the icc itself mcc uh, they are able to take into account there is still a paying um you know viewer who wants to come actually watch the long format cricket who wants to see cricket in its full glory where you go through that entire build up and that you know a big denouement denouement so that, that's something you, they would still cater for test cricket is much stronger for what uh, the shortest formats have brought in i'll not go into every one of those things but at least we see we already discussed this but there are more results which is at the end of the day the most exciting thing for us fans right mm-hmm. you don't want a road somewhere where 952 uh, combat 600 and then we all go home at the end of five days i mean this is far more interesting even in three days four innings <laughs> are finished and mm-hmm. it's not about the amount of runs scored but the excitement that we get the purveyors of the classical form still are really good at what they do for every team you can pick up a few so in the latest concluded england and south africa series Uh, there was a real fear the test match could not finish because there were only three playing days left yeah absolutely they got yeah, they got to finish <laughs> yes two was enough yeah. yeah yeah her majesty took a day but then yes. uh, the weather as it must did another right mm-hmm. but then three days is quite a lot and that's what we got to see temperament is something what we already discussed where you just say you know what let's just blunt this entire day out and see what's possible tomorrow that's that's something i'm not going to say is lost i'm only going to say is put aside for now but 
it will be rediscovered again because we are just two people here trying to uh, trying to see which way cricket is going right so with icc trying to make room uh, for day night games even sometimes it's a four day thing but it's there so you know your your hardcore fan can actually still come and see a session at the end of the day after his work or after i think there's the, yeah there's loads there's loads of really positive things about right? uh, so, long format cricket like the way i see it is that but mm. it is indeed worrisome that the most productive part of the summer english summer is taken away by uh, a month of uh, for the lack of a better term uh, frivolous cricket i mean i wouldn't call it that because sometimes a bit of uh, um, a bit of buffoonery and a bit of uh, rasmatas is not a bad thing yeah after all there, there were some good games in this year's 100 i do, i don't follow the 100 myself but i listen to a couple of podcasts that do very closely mm-hmm. i heard there were some very good competitive games and lot of good high quality cricket that was still seen at the end of the day i i don't want to devolve into a <laughs> um, I'm happy there's cricket to see fan. I want my format of cricket and that's where you know county cricket matters your 12 editions and I hope it goes strong for another 100 or more right <laughs> and I think you have enough backers to take you there yeah and um, that that's one thing the other thing you have the right sort of people championing your uh, cause as well with you because um, these are all form- some of these are former uh, England players right yeah I mean, they can always relive their glory days, but it's about character building. Test mm-hmm. match cricket is exactly I am going to say what is needed for the real world these days because the temperament and the character that you need to dig deep, stay the course, and see if you can come back tomorrow and see what's possible. Right? That that that's still character. Yeah. That's exactly what is needed in the day of I don't know one forty characters and thirty seconds of um, attention span or whatever. Right. so uh, that's that's the way i would like to put it as well so there's plenty for us to look forward to as fans and i hope i mean between the two of us i'm sure in our lifetimes it will not go away but it stays here uh, for the rest of time as well test cricket and what it brings i mean sometimes some of the comments you hear about some of uh, by some very seasoned people like ravi shastri i think had a had something yeah. to say recently i don't know if you heard that about test cricket being reduced to six teams keeping it so wrong like this is this is a real mm. real bug bear of mine because i think mm. why why reduce the number of teams that you can play against we just need to strength we need to try and help and strengthen the sides give them proper um test match series and you know mm. let them play free at least what's what's two a two test match series it's it's nothing is it and um You just just um we need competition there's no point just playing the end, same endless teams all the time we need to be investing in the west indies we need to be investing in sri lanka we need to be invest, investing in um afghanistan we need to be getting them out there and and playing proper cricket is so much better when there's a a decent pool of test sides now i'm going to be parochial i don't mind i'm going to take the other side of the fence Uh-huh. I am a test match fan but I want to see test match thrive. Yeah, I do too. You don't want those two day tests. There was one recently even though they were apparently between competitive sides. That can happen from time mm-hmm. to time but you don't want those one sided routes where uh, Afghanistan in their very first game suffered a little bit of that where they had no conception of how to combat a really good test match attack and stay the course for a day or two, 
right? Yeah, well, so they do, they have they're still a very young test side, mm-hmm, aren't they? And mm-hmm. they still need a lot of work and money invested in them. That's the point. So mm-hmm. that's where it comes. Where it's up to the likes of us, the voices yep. that are out there who support the longer format to convince the parts that be that the money that you earn from these Erasmus competitions need to be put back into Test match cricket because mm-hmm. that's what is keeping cricket alive. Yeah, I mean the, uh, all this investment in franchise cricket. Mm-hmm. It, you know, we we really. I mean, if this is happening, it not only is it going to be taking. You know, it's going to be taking up so much time. It needs to be plowed back into um, Test cricket. Yeah, and why I said I was going to be parochial is <laughs> let's take a couple of examples of certain cricket boards which have actually never functioned properly. If the country's cricket structure rose or achieved some results, it was because a certain individual or a certain set of individuals rose and built a team around themselves in such a way that they were responsible for the results. It was nothing to do with the board. So if you look at how West Indies... <laughs> I knew you were going to say West Indies. Uh, yeah. And I'm sorry to say Sri Lanka, Pakistan. Mm-hmm. I can give you Zimbabwe. I can give you more and more examples. The greatness of that team for a certain period was because of certain individuals. Yeah. So I don't want to go into an individual team because each case is very specific. But that fact remains. So it's it's about certain teams which are able to put process above uh, results and then stay the course and then build a huge infrastructure where still people play longer formats even in their formative years, right? And they are not blindsided by this glitter that is easily easily so distracting if you're a young person. Right? They need to be paid a decent wage to not be um, sidelined to, to other. Therein yes. comes the absolutely big problem. So if you're a Cheteshwar Pujara, because you play the longest format for India, you're happy with what you earn. I'm going to put aside everything else he earns in terms of his being an expert, his terms of uh, an expert commentator, expert uh, summarizer and so on for these sites as well as um, playing county cricket and so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. But if you are somebody else, if you take a player like, uh, I don't know, somebody from West Indies who only plays tests, mm-hmm. you don't have this luxury. So Sunil Narayan had to have this very tough choice he had to make, right? Because West Indies cannot pay you a comparable salary because Sunil Narayan could not come commit to test with West Indies simply because in two months of playing a year, he earned the equivalent of seven years of West Indian test match salary. Mm-hmm. This was a reality. So that's yeah, yeah. why he, he decided to, yeah, you know, I'm going to prioritize my future, right? So that's the tough, that's the tough, uh, that's the tough reality there is, but also the trade-off that somehow certain boards will need to be empowered. That's when we go back one step to what I said. They don't know what to do with the money that you give them. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be misappropriated, mismanaged, and then you're back to square one. So I'm going to put across a point that is going to hurt or that that might come across absolutely parochial. Certain cultures are not built for test cricket. I I don't (laughs) know if you've ever seen it this way. Uh, Because as big a culture as certain sporting cultures, so America, they have a hundred plus years of building and nurturing sports in their uh, culture. You see it, right? I'd like to to change that and say, um, Mm -hmm. I think certain cultures need support. Uh, and more support than other cultures and and i think that should be a positive thing and i think it it 
no country should be judged the same as other countries and i think that is um the role of the governing bodies to mm. um mm. to take that into account i think you know it's like any individual that, that mm. you know every every individual is different we can't um but that they're you know with proper management with proper consideration every every culture can be um cricket um and pre-test cricketers yes yes i that that is that is in theory the outlook we need to have otherwise you'll not even have 10 test playing nations down the line right mm-hmm. but if you look at a bigger picture it doesn't come across like that because newer cricketing teams are happy prioritizing the shorter format because it also gives them a chance to earn something back i live in the netherlands i have seen in spite of having 130 years of organized cricket that mm-hmm. that's don't have a test team why because until 1995 1998 so i've had the chance to interact with some former dutch skippers here who luckily for me still play in the leagues with whom i've played mm-hmm. i played with lubbers i've played with uh, lefebvre a couple of people right you probably recognize these names so they tell me they did not have a contract contracting system in the dutch cricket uh, is only present from 2016 17 onwards right yeah so then you go you ask in spite of having 130 years of organized cricket why was there never test cricket prioritized why were even they could have played test cricket at some point in time 1920s 30s when the rest of the new countries air quotes mm. started coming in so test cricket was england australia south africa then west indies started then new zealand came then india came and so on so, on. so one thing is the influence of the colonial culture yep. the other is proximity to one of these big cultures they've always been right next to uh, england it's hardly 100 kilometers across the sea if you think about it that way now the sporting culture has been so far away right that's because they have not or they may never find a sustainable way of keeping test match cricketers with a job that is comparable and and so on and so on so you know i agree so certain cultures have to identify their own way but there again a culture for itself can identify a way the icc can support them up to a point but then the culture has to find a way of earning enough and sustaining cricket let alone test cricket so that they are able to then understand this is the primacy of cricket where you put time aside and see how good you are skills wise right that's what test match cricket is right yeah, you will not run away yeah you will not run away yeah. so this is a very nuanced point but i think i think if you look at it at least the world body sometimes appears a bit short sighted uh but at least they are doing their bit it they have all not completely got lost in the dazzle but not completely that they can be they can be more they can be more <laughs> done from their end no doubt about it right mm-hmm, definitely so if you look at if you look at now if you were to be addressing mcc and if you were to be addressing um icc and mcc on the same day what would you tell them anyway <laughs> I'd tell them to to um not um be so uh, short-sighted as to just look at the um fran- franchise and the and the quick buck I would say look at the long-term investment of um how important test cricket is um and how important it is to have lots of um lots of teams lots of countries playing it that's what I would mm-hmm. say to them but uh, you know that that is uh, that is uh, the the reality is that uh, people don't do that uh, they don't look uh, further than the next 10 years or whatever so 
but I think that's very short-sighted and I think that's what uh, the ECB have done in lots of ways and I think uh, the, the first thing they they did wrong was to take uh, you know the, to lose cricket off um, free to air in 2005 um, and that's had massive implications um, uh, and that was short-sightedness the moment you treat it as a commodity it tends to take a life of its own and mm-hmm. tends to grow in any which way that you think is best but also usually money comes into it then yep the one the one thing that can make a difference so and then again that's how somehow test cricket remains a bit incongruous because every every value that we hold dear in today's life is not actually congress with test match cricket in mm. today's today's livelihood today's way of looking at life you take every advantage you get there is no concept of walking it mm. makes no sense yeah the concept of warning a batsman before bunkering him does not exist because in today's cricket i mean as long as it's within the law you are allowed to do it but there is spirit of cricket there is laws of cricket there are two different things test match cricket is still based on spirit of cricket so yeah. that's where mcc can come in and sort of simplify a few things not assume everybody who plays test match cricket or cricket in general would think the same way it's because, still a massive earner as well though yes of course but mm. where right. that's the problem here isn't it? <laughs> exactly it it you, you get good crowds in yeah. probably four or five countries at best yeah. this is a tradition which will not go away in certain places yet your um a lord's test match in england or old trafford test match in england so on is such a tradition you will still do it for generations to come it's the same in in australia if you go the mcg tests on so on, right and there are traditional cricketing venues in india where test match cricket is still be played and we'll still have full stadiums mm-hmm. bangalore is one of them kolkata is one madras or chennai is one so on and so on i'll not go into it but there you go and then maybe south africa you can include new zealand new zealand would yes but then there then you can only count five right if you go beyond that you end up playing cricket in empty stadiums mm-hmm. and that's why it's it's a slightly more nuanced argument but uh, for me i have no doubt in my mind that test match cricket and long format cricket needs to be saved if that means we make some shortcuts to start off with so for example if you want to allow more countries to play test cricket let them grow in the same way that the other bigger country state you started by playing long format cricket for 3 days that's a lot of time frankly right 3 days so there were test matches that were 3 days long then it was 4 days long then it became 5 so the same way associates can start playing long format cricket for 3 days among themselves then you don't have to go into logistics too much because it's only 3 days right if you can do it for one you can do it for 3 i mean then so you already have a world test championship you can think of a second tier world test championship being played by these people and then those that have consistently shown themselves to be good can get promoted to the higher leagues and they learn then to play the four and the five day format i know it's a long long um, learning road but believe you me that's how test match can be learned not in any other way this is my this is my understanding of the mm-hmm. game you can play a three day game and then come to a five day game and still be caught very short uh not caught short in a victorian uh, way of saying but uh, <laughs> what i meant is uh, skills wise playing mm-hmm. fifth day of test match cricket takes a lot out of your body you cannot train yeah. for it you have to actually play it and learn it right mm-hmm. so if you've batted two days and you field at the other two god help you if you come back on the fifth day right <laughs> if you are a fast bowler what about you good luck right mm-hmm. and so on so not going too deep into these things 
there is a way forward if the powers that we want to look at it we've just talked of a couple of those right now on this podcast so we hope uh, this falls on the right ears i think essentially hmm. the the game has to be the driving factor the the actual proper the game itself is a really really strong game and if we lose sight of that then um, you know and we make it about when it's broadcast or or um you know how quick we can get it um th- get through it th- then you you lose the real essentials of what you know the the strength of the game indeed so that's where i said mcc and icc need to sit together because mcc mm-hmm. are still air quotes the custodians yeah, yeah. of the laws of the yeah, game yeah yeah so then you have to be a bit more flexible certain things may have to be disallowed certain things may have to be allowed so that the same cricket which can wear colored clothing during the night can then wear white clothing during the day if you know mm-hmm. what i mean right mm-hmm. it can coexist among this two worlds where there is old world classicism there still. needs to be compromise yeah. yeah yeah that's where mcc need to come to the table as well because that's what i like about america when they go in about a sport they say they want to go all the way in and mm-hmm. that means the game may have to grow out of its own comfort zone because it's that's what's needed for it to stay if you look at the origination of um, australian rules rugby or australian rules football as it's called it sort of originated simply because they didn't have that sort of traditional fields where they, you could play rugby so it's sort of a combination of basketball plus football plus rugby plus plus so they they then decided no we keep this rule here it morphs it evolves into something more because of the conditions we have at our hands mm. so i'm not going to say test match should go away but test match should remain but allow for other these formats to come simply so that it can remain so that mm-hmm. the money the rest of these simple small formats earns is put back into the primacy of the game itself which is test match cricket if you look at any other format out there any any other sport out there not many can boast of so many formats that's a strength and that means there is a room for four formats five formats to coexist so that the top one can still flourish that's the way i think about it right so that's where mcc and icc need to sit together and chalk up a 30 year plan yeah provided they don't take up too much time on the schedules yeah there you go there comes scheduling there mm-hmm. comes the other real bugbear time mm-hmm. see if you look at the amount of games that one body let's take ecb as an example schedules in a year calendar year these days <laughs> probably the number of games that they scheduled over a five or eight eight year period in the 70s i'm not going mm-hmm. too far back yeah that is also a problem that means what's the toll it takes on people mm-hmm. not just the schedulers but the players <laughs> right yeah. so so lots to think about but if they have the right attitude they can still work away through right that's mm-hmm. that that's our messaging here i i don't want to sit and think of test match cricket the way it was played by douglas jardine or any of these i don't know harold larwood and then coming down colin crowdry no probably a test match cricket also has to evolve there is a room for a kohli a babar a josh butler there is definitely right? Mm-hmm. right people who play certain shorter formats but can transfer those skills very Wonderful equally well players all of yeah right all of, all of them i mean mm-hmm. look look at jimmy anderson sir jimmy as i call mm-hmm. him always right so he exists as a bastion of that old school mm-hmm. the ball swings give me the ball i'll show you what i can do right if it's a hard pitch not a problem i'll show you what i can do right but then there are these people who are very good at the shortest format who've learned to bowl a good slower ball who've learned to for example if you are a finger spinner you can be a air quotes variety spinner these days you can bowl a bunch of different kinds of deliveries but then that that's where you know 
there was a certain bowler who got found out in the longest format simply because it's all about consistency at the end yeah. if you have five balls you can bowl in six deliveries it's not about that it's about can you still keep the ball there or there about so the batsman who is very grooved in technique can still be bored out or can make a mistake so they said about warren right he built it up in an eight over spell to not have bowled a full toss if you're a leg break bowler is a joke i can tell you because i'm one of those myself i bowl one every third over on a good day on a bad day i bowl one every over you build it up that's what you're there for so if you have five varieties it's not about that can you bowl that one variety five to six balls every over that's the point right so not compromising skills but learning how to use them better it's a longer discussion but at least for me if uh, only that lesson eh? no they will that's where your ccm <laughs> comes county cricket matters come where people who have a voice who are jo- not just crying let test match be there but talk in a you know in a slightly more uh, nuanced way with some arguments put in place where you say look if you do this test match can still stay that's how you are going to also benefit in the shortest format mm. that will go to the ears of the people because they don't want to keep this money cow uh, that they have right they don't want to simply let that go they don't want to stop milking it for the lack of a better term so you can still do that but you can still keep this guy here right because this is the purest form of game if you ever played even a one day two day game you'll know how much different it is from a t20 and so mm-hmm. on and so on right mm-hmm. so yeah uh, that's another thing where certain people certain set of people who are not as business minded but who have a grounding in the game if yeah. ganguly is there smith is there you know sir strauss yes sir strauss <laughs> so you have the right mm. people in each of those big boards make sure the guiding principles of the body remain true to the mm-hmm. longest format still right so mm-hmm. right so but uh, well let's hope uh, the game that we love so much the formats of the game that we love so much are here to stay so now if you were to have a quick shifty towards some of the games that have been going on i heard sure. the latest uh, latest episode of ccn but for our listeners if you were to be able to summarize who are the favorites for the english county championship the first and the second division and whom do you think will win um well i said right at the beginning um that um hampshire would win um i think they've still got a really good chance but mm-hmm. uh, uh they'd win first division um sorry are right up there as well um mm. so um i've i've still got my money on hampshire but i you know uh and second division it's a, it's a tricky one um i'd i'd go for i i i'm still going to go for middlesex at least one of our friends would be very happy to hear that <laughs> right uh mm-hmm. now if you were to go back and have a quick chat about the test match so there you go two days of waiting and waiting and waiting and i also heard that on the third day morning there was much more waiting with the anthems being sung the with yeah. the correct pronouns and uh, correct uh, words right mm. for the first time in a while publicly for certain mm. people and then <laughs> yes, absolutely uh, yeah all that delay took a bit of bit more shine away and then probably dean elgar was not ready to play the play the game of cricket at all when he went into bat so uh, how uh, much how much credit would you give to the english bowlers the way they bowled on the first morning or the third day morning yeah well i mean robinson looked really good uh, really mm. good um and uh, anderson really looked good and then um, broad broad really came out um firing he did one of his little um little spells didn't he and so mm. um, i think 
Robinson um, just had that edge, and and um, we we did we just we just looked um, like we were up for it, which we hadn't done um, before. So yeah, it was, it was a it was a really good performance, but um, 118 all out by. Uh, South Africa, South Africa wasn't great, was it? <laughs> nope, nope. I mean, you can't do that. I mean, a third uh, three-day test match, you look to bat out the first day, right? Make sure mm. there mm. is no other, uh, there are no other narratives except the one you want to set. So, yeah, Robinson I mean, five. It's yeah. uh, you know the the problem is losing the wickets early like they did, and um, you know not gotten you know none of the top few got any decent score. So um, that's that's what England have been doing, and it's just not a good thing to do. So and yeah, and Robinson got five for forty nine. So um, good, good shout for him. Really nice to get a five for. He, I think he's looking fitter, far more committed. Yeah, definitely looking fitter, and, and that's always been key, isn't it? That he mm. he wasn't fit. He, he he just hasn't been fit for a lot of his playing time. Mm. So I know that um, he had problems. He had problems at Sussex, um, and um, yeah, mm. he, yeah. So. Definitely um, good to see him looking like he's. I think it, it's with the hair growth. You know, <laughs> he, he, he didn't he didn't suit a short haircut, and and obviously the the strength has come with his hair haircut. I let me tell you what's happened. I think he's found the same guy who put hair on Jimmy's head. There you are. With yeah. that comes the skill set. I think. Yeah, yeah. Right. You need a bit of obviously a bit more weight on your head. Good God! <laughs> yeah. I have no chance then. <laughs> yeah, maybe not though. <laughs> All right. Now, if you were to take a look at uh, the rest of the test match. Hmm. So, England batted. They were not hmm. particularly successful either. No. But how important do you consider uh, that in Olipop? I, I, it was a little, it, I mean, it, people said it was quite um, uh, edgy innings. It wasn't, you know, fluid. But, mm. I mean, he he plays well there. Um, it, it's his, uh, his great, he's, play, he's had some fantastic innings um, there. And um, 67 was a really good um, percentage of the runs. And uh, we we definitely needed that um, stability. And, and I kind of, you know, I, I, I felt, confident when he was batting even though you know there were some uh lucky um lucky uh shouts but you know i think he he did seem to he, he did uh definitely um he was the difference i would say that was the highest score yeah all four innings and almost by you know double so only uh zach crawley who made 69 who hit mm. out at the end, right? I mean, he was probably he looked amazing, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he was, he was free in his own mind. He knew this is this is a chance I get. I don't uh, worry about what happens come the end of the year and so on, right? Yeah. I just make sure I put my best foot forward, and I think he for the first time in the entire summer he looked free. Yeah, it was, right? uh, and. Uh, Play, I mean, he's always played some beautiful shots. I mean, he's he is a, a nice-looking batsman. It's just hmm. he nicks off too much. You're right. I mean, hmm. I, we hope, you know, there's more than one, um, you know, uh, there's one more than one more chance given to him because uh, I think he looks he looks like he can succeed, even though the investment of the number of tests... Well, is they quite... can't drop him now, can they? They keep hold hmm. of him, keep hold of him, and then he does a really good innings, and then they say, ah, oh, no, let's get rid of him. Because that's just that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, you know, it, 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 like you say, he could play with freedom, and um, 
to do that when there's been so much um you know focus on him it's I get I mean it's Lee's who's kind of been the the one that you haven't n- nobody's really mentioned or talked about have they mm. and that's quite mm. so it's quite interesting because he hasn't um he hasn't particularly um done well either so um it's quite interesting to, the fact that um they both went out there they both played with a bit of freedom um and uh took the game away I mean there was there was no real coming back on the last day was there the way they batted I mean they didn't look like they want to be there at all they didn't yeah. look like I mean I think only Vian Mulder and uh Hayazondo took the yeah. game deep they they slowed it down what I said yeah. right I, I, I remember seeing a tweet from uh ABD Williams who said you know slow it down Make sure you go into the last day and keep something still in your tank because those guys have to also get up and come back and bowl again at you, right? Mm. Make them work for it. And even a lead of 150 could have been interesting in theory. But mm. with the approach, uh, air coach basketball team, uh, I think uh, England were not going to let it slip. And rightfully, they won it. Yeah. So, I mean, just to wrap up this, where did South Africa see the psychological edge? I mean, they won the first test match. They looked... Mm really up for it right yeah when when do you think during the series that initiative was gone they lost the initiative yeah i don't it's interesting isn't it i don't know there there just seemed to be a momentum in the second um test where suddenly you kind of i, I don't know i felt it from from stokes maybe just a, a little bit of a change and and uh, and just not not the same togetherness for the South Africans. I, I can't actually pinpoint it, but um, it definitely wasn't. It felt it felt like England really gained that momentum in the second um, in the second test, and uh, and then the third one it, it kind of ebbed and flowed a little bit mm. at the beginning, and you're thinking, oh, what's happening here? Are we actually going to really? Um, collapse here but um, they're just a, there's that inner strength at the moment and I think it comes from Stokes a lot um, mm. and and a real sense of uh, togetherness in the team that I haven't had for a while and it's uh, I mean I'm not I, I'm not I don't use these basketball terms and, and this, mm. like, oh, I hate I hate labeling <laughs> things all the time um, but you know there's a there's a strength there that um, a, a strength where you feel like the captain has 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 the team's back and is has the confidence. He's he's had the confidence in in um, Leach, for example. You know, he's he's kind of uh, not that he's played in a lot in the, the last one, but um, mm. you know, he's had he's had the confidence to play him and to um, use him. And uh, I think that for for someone you know that hasn't felt that, um, mm. uh, it's really nice to feel like the you kind of get a sense that the team are a bit more together. So I think I think it's just down to that, really. And also, winning the toss helps. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, no doubt. Yes. <laughs> but I thought, you know, that where Ben Stokes hit 100 and uh, yeah. that stand, I would say, where between yes. Bairstow and uh, Stokes, they put a 100-run partnership. And then between Stokes and um, the other folks, the keeper. Uh, so, <laughs> folks, yeah. Folks, folks. <laughs> Indeed. So, but there, therein lies for me that uh, that that was a change where uh, they were yeah. unable to break through and you had this old school cricket where they yeah. ground down South Africa for a better part of a day 
and that's where their initiative broke and their psychologically they were a bit defeated right yeah. yes, I, I couldn't i couldn't see the momentum turn anymore england simply ran away with the third test it's like pretty much like watching a tennis game you see the first test set is taken by one of the players second set is taken by the other one Mm-hmm. but then who has the momentum at the end of the second set will actually usually run away with the game that's what happened with england they yeah. seized the momentum for the series and they ran away with it so for me it's all right approach i don't know how long it will last but however long it lasts i think it will do very good for england cricket yeah i think it will and i think you know like root was saying the other day that you know mm-hmm. in, in you know he was implying that you don't really need something like the 100 if the test team are, are, are playing exciting cricket and and you don't because the, you know if if you got it on free to air and you, you've got that momentum and you 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 know they're playing exciting cricket so yeah it's good good to see absolutely come on and look at some of the limited overs games that have been going on so you have uh, the new zealand um, australia odia australia whitewash you mean yeah the whitewash indeed mm. i mean what do you what do you think of playing uh, cricket in uh, midwinter in australia right <laughs> they did not just heading towards spring not even spring right so yeah they played at some interesting grounds didn't they um, Gains. yeah queensland um, as close yeah. to the north as possible because i mean it's never cold up there let's face it yeah yeah that was the <laughs> attempt i think that was the attempt made <laughs> yes um Yeah I mean it, you know the first test was um not the first test the first game was mm-hmm. interesting wasn't it um because that was uh Australia looked like they were completely out of it and then of mm. course you, you as ever you know you get the um Australia fight back and green mm-hmm. and curry both um you know providing that brilliant partnership and uh Yeah no it's, it's it was quite an exciting game but then the the other two weren't so exciting and uh, yeah I'd like to have seen New Zealand fight a bit more Exactly you have Bolt you is have... a great bowler Absolutely he, yeah Look uh, if anything only in the third ODI you would hold the bowlers a little bit culpable because mm-hmm. they let Australia score 260 plus Yeah right? it was pretty much the same conditions pretty much the similar sort of a ground and even same pitch Uh, but you would be very surprised they got away to 267 that's simply due to the brilliance of um, smith and smith, the finishing skills yeah. of labashane right? labashane yeah, as well yeah. <laughs> but i mean there i would say the second odi should have been always new zealand's because they were able to restrict australia to 192 that to yeah. bowlers hit out it was basically hazelwood and stark that brought australia those additional 45 50 runs brought them to 192 but then to be blown away for 82 you are not in the right mindset because yeah. They are really nobody got any runs did they I mean exactly. Williamson got 17 and that was the best <laughs> uh, he looked really really pained at the mm. stay on the, the crease I was listening on radio uh, mm-hmm. it was terrible I think he looked completely out of sorts didn't know what he was doing I think he's unable to probably switch between the formats I think that day Ken Williams Ken Williamson playing test match cricket would have been okay if he could shift a gear come yeah. for 10 hours down the line five 10 hours down the line. he couldn't do that he got out and then you see that's where i think the loss of ross taylor and uh, colin de grandom is hurting Big. them yeah right but this is this is a rebuild period also i'm worried about the top order not a lot coming from martin gaptel right mm-hmm. so plenty to discuss but also plenty for them to worry about coming because their shortest format team is not a whole lot different from their odi team no which is, is interesting isn't it but yeah mm. it's true i mean they have a smaller cricketing setup and that can happen but that's where you would be a bit worried because yeah. australia have a whole lot of other players who also come into the 
play the moment you say it's a T20, right? Mm-hmm. So here we would also like to take a minute to ask your thoughts about Finch. <laughs> what do you think? You know, see that, that what I liked about it is that he chose to walk away, knowing he might never uh, recover that form. He's mm-hmm. he's a World Cup winner, no doubt, and he's going to lead Australia. to another world cup at well, least well i wasn't uh, sure how old he was so 36 36 yeah mm. so you would also think he's at the sharp end of the skill set it's also mm. starting to go i mm. i felt i felt a click at 37 36 37 mm. i felt it so it probably you feel it but also i think it's the mind you don't want to do it anymore it's very tough to explain it <laughs> yeah right mind so, and body don't want to do it anymore <laughs> yeah i mean he said he said uh, he's happy he doesn't have to field for 50 hours anymore yeah right but you can still play celebrate i mean uh, he's a world cup winning captain nobody can take that away from him no but also the maturity he showed there seeing that his skill set and his mindset is sort of gone better to walk away with what you had i have achieved than stay and sort of tarnish in memory of what that was i like that maturity in the setup as well as in the individual yeah, so we wish enough. Finch all the best for the World Cup and maybe all the best going into the second, third innings, whatever he has to. Maybe I can't quite see Finch as a TV pundit, but I think he will still have a couple of good years on the T20 circuit, mm-hmm. right on the T20 league circuit. So let's see how that goes. From there, if you were to move to the Asia Cup, well, I mean, it was one of the most exciting Asia Cups for a very long time. It was I really, think. really popular, wasn't it? Massively popular. I mean, um, all the games were very tight. I think mm. there was one one-sided game that was the the dress rehearsal between Pakistan and uh, Sri Lanka for the final and what happened in the final was exactly the opposite of what happened in the dress rehearsal Sri Lanka won but they had to huff and puff and they had to really dig deep so if you look at the final I mean Sri Lanka came back from 58 for 5 in mm. the 10th over to actually post 170 so the depth in their batting came through with you know Rajapaksha and uh, Hasaranga Who was rightly declared the man of the series? The yeah, injury. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then some decent finishing from Rajapaksha at the end, some big hitting. Right? Mm-hmm. This is a big meaty bloke, and he actually showed that he hit out mm-hmm. towards the end. And then you know their bowlers. So there are no big names in that bowling lineup, right? No, Hasaranga is probably the up and coming star, and Tikshna. We don't know what will what will happen. He may go the way of Mendes. Right, yeah. uh, Ajanta Mendes, or he may actually be here for the long haul. We don't know that, but Hasaranga definitely seems to have the chops because uh, he can bat, he can bowl uh, leg break, which is um, you know that uh, very dazzling arm. Very useful, yeah. Yeah, but also he can bowl, uh, he can turn the ball both ways, and he's he's, he's an absolute three D package, as they say. He can mm-hmm. bat, field, and bowl. So, and Pakistan, I think they had a certain way of playing. So, before I go too deep into the You know these sort of nuances. I wanted to ask you if you got a chance to catch the final. I didn't. I, I uh, unfortunately, I only saw one game, and that was between mm. India and Pakistan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I think there's been, but I, I've I've kind of kept an eye on it. And uh, I mean, I was surprised that Sri Lanka won, um, and delighted for them as well. I mean, yeah. it was great. absolutely great that they won um but unfortunately it was just on at the wrong time for me generally and i just didn't get to see it and i but i i do understand that it was very 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 popular and um great that um you know it was like you said there were so many interesting games and 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 some real rivalry i, I had um some indian friends who uh, play for my cricket team who were 
so devastated when Pakistan beat <laughs> so they, um yeah so it's been um yeah it's been it was a good competition by the sound of it in the final i think pakistan had a certain way of playing they play a little bit old school t20 cricket where they build it up and like almost like a csk of 2014-15 vintage mm-hmm. where you hold all your wickets in hand you build you up, about, up about 80 for 2 or something and then you go bang but in a chase it's it'll never work so in a chase mm-hmm. you have to start the right way they tried but then that's where credit goes to sri lanka because in spite of not having many big name big names look they 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 had a pramod madushan guy who debuted in the series but has really acquitted himself well he lost the plot in the first over he considered nine runs without having a one legal ball board oh no oh no but he came back but he came yeah. back and in spite of that they did not let pakistan get away to 50 for one or something in the power play no, no. they they could only score at eight and over seven seven and a half an over and then the moment these spinners came in again they started putting the run rate down even though pakistan did not lose much wickets up until the 30th or the 40th over the run rate was going nowhere Mm-hmm. They ended up having to matches, chase. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they ended up having to chase fifteen and over for the last six or seven, which is not in a finals day. It will not. It will not work mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. right? In a league day, you might actually pull it off, but in the finals day, the pressure tells. That's what happened. So Sri Lanka mm-hmm. were the deserved winners. If you look at some of the other teams, Bangladesh is the team that would be really worried about what happened, right? Because Bangladesh is playing a really, really old brand of cricket. A lot of things have to change. They have they have chosen chosen a slightly newish looking. Uh, T20 squad that was released today no Mahmudullah and mm-hmm. Mushfiqur Rahim retired they still have Shakib as the bastion of the old guard who's the also the mainstay in the middle order but they have Tamim at the top he needs to click they have a lot of very exciting youngsters Musaddiq and then Litton and all of these they have to these guys have to get going same for the bowling what i really liked about Bangladesh was they now have a really competitive bowling lineup as long as fast bowling i mean three fast bowlers who can bowl 140 plus that's fantastic yeah uh, brilliant yeah and they have alan donald behind the scenes who's probably seen it all who knows how to compete and inculcate the right sort of mindset in these youngsters right yeah but then the batting has to pull through so the one team that would be really worried out of this world cup would be bangladesh because they got really humbled by afghanistan who's nobody would take afghanistan lightly in the t20 format right yeah they are quite another level when it comes to they, they don't have big names either there is rashid khan there is mohammad nabi but the rest of them even mujib mm. to that extent but outside of that rest of them are just journeyman cricketers but they have gone so well that now come come the world cup no team mm. would write them off no. they, they would be very right it, i am not going to speak for the results but they are so competitive and they nearly troubled pakistan up to a point where somebody had to hit two sixes in two balls to win pakistan again in a low scoring thriller right Brilliant. also a bit of uh, rg barjo on the field where uh, asif ali and i think farid ahmed lost a little bit of cool and uh, somebody uh, said a few things asif ali shook his bat very very reminiscent of uh, denis lilly javed mehandad back in the day <laughs> unfortunately Uh, you don't want to see those scenes in a tennis yeah, game. Yeah, you do. You really do. It's so yeah. necessary. Yeah. I mean, they were both fine. Twenty-five percent of their match fee, but I think there is a bit more that needs to be done behind mm-hmm. the scenes to make sure these sort of uh, incidents are not seen on the cricketing yeah. field. Not good. No. When it comes to India, well, they would not be very disappointed. They would be disappointed. They couldn't go Just further. Disappointed but... they weren't in the final. I should imagine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the one thing mm. that would disappoint them. But. the two games that they lost they lost to superior teams on the day they b- made 180 batting twice and they lost both those games to sri lanka and pakistan to see kohli get 100 oh yeah so at least if you are an india fan mm-hmm. that's the real silver lining for you in this tournament 
there are there are a few yeah. problems up top for india they need to understand where yeah. rohit will fit they need to see if kl rahul a misfire kl rahul needs to be in the 11 they have a few things to think through and for yeah. them to have bumrah and harshal patel come back is a big boost in the arm because oh yes you won't think they would lose both those games if even one of them were playing yeah. right let don let alone both of them the spinners really couldn't come to the party they were taken apart so mm-hmm. that can be a achilles heel so plenty for india to think through but they won't be too disappointed right mm-hmm. so all in all a very very exciting asia cup mm-hmm. so we have basically discussed all the cricketing games that i wanted to discuss with you except for the women's t20is that are currently underway so yeah. england won the first one india struck back won the second one yeah both really um you know one uh, england won by nine wickets and india mm. won by eight wickets so exactly a, you know a, a, a kind of sad that it wasn't closer but um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i mean some really good performances um and yeah uh in the um first game um mandana still looks um fantastic doesn't she and uh, dunkley and capsi did really well um you know we we've got some really class players um and then uh glen um yes got, yes yeah glen Yeah, really. Yeah, really good. Four for 23. So um, fantastic, really. But um, a, a low scoring, you know, 100, what did uh, uh, India get? 132, yeah, for seven. Second one, 142. England made, thanks to Freya yeah. Davies, right? And you have Kemp. Yeah, Kemp looks a, a, mm. a class act, doesn't she? Mm. Definitely. Mm. 51 not out and... Um, some lovely uh, lovely shots there that i saw so yeah um but uh, yeah but india it definitely uh, had the better of that game india would do well to not forget that england are without their gun players right natsiver mm. isn't there her wife uh, patan brunt brunt is not there you see no, no. those two would always slot in and you don't yeah. have many other players skipper is not there she's recovering from a surgery right other night is not there so when you look at all that they would take the results but that doesn't still completely uh, you know yeah. uh, i couldn't call the next you know i i, I couldn't call who would win uh, <laughs> i was going to ask you you're taking it out of my mouth <laughs> uh, so. well there you are i don't know uh, i don't know <laughs> uh, it, i um yeah no it's hard to know really um yeah but uh, i mean in, india would be happy to take a series win uh, a series win abroad is a series win abroad yeah right? yeah absolutely some of these up and coming players uh, capsi the one who played number 3 yeah three. really good right uh, these are all camp capsi davis these are all really good uh, players for dunkley england dunkley is really good yeah dunkley is i think already a proven quantity for me up top yeah yeah but she yeah, she's still very young and she oh very young yes yes <laughs> i mean no i just wanted to just to add something to what i was saying the women's game will benefit immensely from the shorter format games and these leagues that are going all over the place Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see. I'd like to see more um, longer form women's games. Yeah, I mean go. that has to come. Uh, so those that well, the parts that we so. have to make it happen. No, they've they've so. given they've given more test matches in the upcoming cycle. There is an yeah. FTP, and yeah. there are more test matches in the same period compared to the previous one. But yeah. also, look, the revolution in Indian cricket. Well, there are couple. One of them was kick started by IPL because yeah. that transferred to all the formats. The yeah. craze about fitness, the uh, data analytics. all that came because of shortest format right so similarly indian women's cricket is about to kick off a revolution thanks to indian women's players going out and playing all these leagues outside wbbl you know 100 and so on so they are bringing all the good things back and that means another revolution can happen in indian women's cricket where 
you would also see the same skills and same uh, you know talent that is being used mm-hmm. in one of the shorter formats being able to do it in the longer format yeah right? i was really pleased to see um cricket at the commonwealth games as well women's cricket at Absolutely. the commonwealth games that was a uh, that was really a uh, nice viewing good viewing for the yeah i mean look i i i can't have enough of uh, women's cricket women should be up and there playing cricket it's it should never be about marketing it's never about being yep. able to break even and so on but that's a long discussion for another day yeah. so <laughs> right so if i have to let you go get your tea i think yeah. i have one more small yeah. talking point so that is the inclusion of alex hills oh yeah in the england squad yeah it's going to happen wasn't it <laughs> mm. well i mean I, I'm I'm a bit disappointed he's been kept out of the setup for so long. I must be bl- yeah. blunt about it, right? There are player issues. There are player issues. For the lack of a better term, that one isn't the brightest crayon in the box. We know it. But from what he can do on the field, he deserved chances. Yeah, I mean he he did. Um, yeah, he's a, he's he's an impressive impressive batsman for sure. Um, but. Uh, mm. Yeah, uh, there, there definitely have been issues with him, and we don't—we're not party to know. No, no, no. It'll come out scenes. in a autobiography. Oh, it'll probably come out sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. look, the way I see it, right? His rehabilitation sometimes will take a longer uh, journey than most people would be willing, or most administrators would care. Mm-hmm. But look, a Jesse Ryder was lost because either he did—he never showed the temperament. He never showed. I cannot expect certain people to actually show Mia Kalpa when they are 27 or 28. That will mm-hmm. come with age. That will come with maturity. Mm-hmm. Then the people around you still have to put up with you simply because at 31, you could be that same incredible talent with a slightly more mature head on your shoulders. Yeah. That was never done or that never happened. Maybe they tried their best. It never happened for Ryder. Mm-hmm. At least at 32, he's getting a chance. That's yeah. what I'm happy for. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean... It- People, will be, it's going to be a really interesting inclusion, and uh, yeah, I, I'm. I just hope it's the right thing for him, and I hope it's the right thing for England cricket. I, I don't know the the ins and outs of why he's been kept out so long. Um, no, no, no. Yeah. We hear some things come out, but we don't know the full picture. And absolutely, yeah. you're right. It could come down to certain cussed Irish temperament on one side versus a very Possibly. frivolous, Possibly. very frivolous lack of uh, maturity on the other. But we don't know that. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. That was uh, all the topics we wanted to discuss. Thank you once again for a lovely chat. Yeah. No, it's been it's been really interesting. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, we hope to have you as a guest again uh, mm-hmm. sometime in the future, time and uh, other things permitting. Right. Okay. And uh, would you like to plug some of uh, your other outlets, both social media and your other? County Cricket Matters related outlets for our listeners. Well, yeah, you know, subscribe to County Cricket Matters, um, my magazine, uh, issue 12. Um, out now, uh, it's £13 for um, four copies a year, including postage. So it's a real bargain. Mm-hmm. You get some fantastic writing um, and uh, you're helping to, you know, support County Cricket in some ways by, um, you know, saying... This is what you you really enjoy. Um, listen to our podcast, County Cricket Natters. Um, uh, that that goes out um, weekly at the moment. Um, all these that can be on my website, which is uh, countycricketmatters.com. Um, obviously, listen to Gorilla Cricket. We commentate a, a really, really fantastic um, 
fantastic group of people that bring you so much cricket um all for free um across the globe so um and and brilliant people do that give their time um for nothing what else is there googly cricket that's uh, that's another thing i'm a trustee for um they uh give grants to friendly cricket have a look at their website googly.com or googlycricket.com that is a really really nice uh, um generous initiative we give up grants up to 250 um pounds for people who want to who just can't quite fund their friendly cricket so um there's that too so yeah there you are that'll do for the moment <laughs> i wish all our listeners a very good day wherever they may be listening from and thanks yes. once again annie thanks bye 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 this is the armchair cricket podcast